Hello, hello. Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation. My name is Michelle and I will be your host and guide. On today's episode, I want to talk about push energy on the twin flame journey, what it really means and how we can learn to identify it and actually transcend it. Now, if you've been following twin flame concepts, then you're probably familiar with the push-pull dynamics that twin flames experience. For those of you new to this concept, it refers to the push energy that keeps twin flames apart and also the pull energy that pulls them back together. Now, before I dive into this topic, I just want to let you know that I'm sharing what I've lived, what I've learned and studied, what I've healed, and what I've witnessed on this journey. And I'm also sharing what I feel to be true deep in my heart, as well as information that comes through my soul and higher power. And that being said, please only take what resonates as true for you. Just because it's true for me doesn't mean it may not be true for you, right? So just know that my intention is to share things I wish I knew earlier on in my journey that would have eased my suffering sooner. I also feel that the topic of push energy might be triggering. I say this because it was for me early on. I know there were times when I wasn't ready to hear this. So if you feel any triggers, you know, stop, breathe, turn it off. You can always come back to this another time or not. It's no big deal. So now if you are ready, let's talk about push energy. What I've learned from being on this journey and working with others is that the specifics of push energy look differently for everyone, but the energy that keeps the twin flames apart is the same. And this energy is usually tied to a wounded feminine energy. Now, conceptually, we can all understand what push and pull energy means in our everyday life, right? It's pretty straightforward. But learning to recognize it personally can be super challenging. Because so often this push energy is hidden in our unconscious behaviors and our conditioned beliefs around love. We may push and so often we push and not even realize we are pushing. I know that happened for me personally. It's like I did not at all think I was pushing. And then when I was able to finally identify where it came from and that it was an undercurrent of fear that a younger part of me needed to heal, I saw how I was creating such huge push energy and I would have sworn that I wasn't. So let's look at this. Let's start general and look at push energy in the outside world and even outside of romantic relationships. So have you ever been with a salesperson who is so pushy to sell you something and that energy actually repels you and stops you from buying it? Even though maybe you have wanted to buy it, perhaps you would have if they hadn't pushed so hard. Or have you ever been with a salesperson who's so good that you end up buying something you don't even want? So in both those situations, the salesperson is not really considering your point of view. They don't know the details of your finances or what you're really wanting or where you are in your life. They're just thinking what's in it for them. And their subconscious dialogue, as most advertising is, is underwritten to scare you into buying it, right? It's all fear-based, fear tactics. And the salespeople are just trying to get a sale and pay their rent. They're just trying to survive. And then on the flip side, have you ever been with a salesperson who gives you space and doesn't seem to care if you buy the item or not? What happens to your energy? Most of the time, this feels like freedom, right? To make a decision and honor your truth. And this might even make you more drawn to buying the item because we all know that when we really really want something there's a good chance we'll buy it or find a way to buy it or borrow it or whether we have the money or not we'll figure it out if we really want something 
We don't need a salesperson to help us to buy something or manipulate us into buying something. Now, I know that's an exaggerated general example, but here's the thing. This is quite often what's happening in the twin flame dynamic. And we, my dear friends, are the salespeople. The only difference is we're not that conscious of it. So we've met our twin flame. We've had a taste of this powerful, deep soul love. And when it gets pulled away from us or there's a lot of chaos around it, we want it back. We want it back to that taste we have. We can see its potential. So we try and sell ourselves to our twin flame in all sorts of sneaky, clever, insidious ways. And the crazy thing is we may not even realize we're doing this, right? Like I said, I know I was not aware of it. But what I've discovered is that push energy, plain and simple, is a, in the twin flame dynamic, is a pursuit of love. And most often this pursuit of love is unconscious and comes from a wounded place. And we not, like I said, we may not even be consciously aware that we are doing this. Push energy is also fear energy. We push out of pure survival. We need love to survive. And we think consciously or not, they're the answer because we've never felt anything like it. It is, it can be, it can feel like a drug that we've tasted and tried. And it's like, we want it back because it's the highest love we've experienced because it's the closest thing to soul love because it's the same soul love that we have. We just need to redirect it to ourselves. Remind ourselves that we are that same frequency and that love that we're searching for is right inside of us. So this is why it's so hard to identify with a twin flame dynamic, right? And we may think we aren't pushing them because there's this familiarity. But our relentless thoughts and wants and obsessions and needs about them creates this push energy. And the fact that there's either chaos or it's back and forth, or they've disappeared, like that tells us something, right? That tells us where we need to look. There's something there that's not happening. We are unconsciously and sneakily doing this, right? And we unconsciously and sneakily try and figure out how to get them back in our lives. And all that is push energy. And the crazy part is, like I said, and I keep repeating this because I feel like it's so important when I finally figured this out, it was when I could actually make a huge shift in my journey, but it took a certain level to get there, right? The crazy part is there's a part of us that can't see this, that we're unconsciously trying to get them back and get their love back. Because there's a part of our behavior that's super familiar to us, and it's what we know love to be. And here's the thing, our twin flame feels all of this. They may not know what it is, they just know it pushes them away. And I'll tell you, the more you heal and become a clear vessel and raise your vibration, the more your subtle push energies are picked up by your twin flame. And so it just gets harder and harder to disguise these tricky love games the further you go. And it just gets deeper and the layers of clearing are more intense. And I don't say that to scare you off, I just, it's a journey, right? And so we might as well start now. Because push energy is any energy that is not unconditional love. Push energy is fear energy. So I'm going to list some behaviors that are push energies. These may trigger you, anger you, deflate you, be a buzzkill. I don't know. I have no idea how you may feel. And you are, or you already may know these. But just know that what I'm going to list are just conditioned and taught behaviors. Right? And these are behaviors that the movies and books and Disney and our parents and society have modeled for us that show us that what love is and how we should behave and that has become our norm. And so even if 
we were raised one way, but we're watching all these movies. It's subconsciously getting into our system that this is the way love is. So if you find that you do any of these, and I'm listing all the ones I've done, <laughs> just know that identifying them and becoming conscious of them is the best way to stop them. Should you even want to, right? You get to choose. Okay, so here are some push energies. Wanting your twin flame, worrying about them, wondering what they're thinking about, wondering if they're thinking about you, obsessing about them, fantasizing about them, stalking them, wondering if they're stalking you, analyzing every word of your last conversation, constantly pulling tarot cards or watching tarot readings over and over again, trying to make union happen, trying to tune into them all the time. You get the idea. These are all push energies. These are all outside of us. These are all things we're doing outside of us to try and figure something out and to try and make something happen, right? And these are because we're feeling insecure about their love for us. And whenever we feel that, that's push energy. These behaviors are all energies of attachment, right? And these behaviors also fall under the category of wounded feminine energies. Now, regular soulmate relationships can have all of these energies, and these can be fun energies to play with, right? But twin flames, these energies don't work. They just push our twin flame away. So we have to remember that we already are with them in union at a soul level. They love us at a soul level. We resonate at the same frequency as them at a soul level. And I invite you to feel into that, really feel into that. They love you at a soul level, no question. So when we, at a human level, when we are separate from them and we doubt their love and we need validation and confirmation or need and want them to be with us and to behave toward us the way we're behaving toward them with those sort of obsessive behaviors and they aren't ready to and they don't play that game, we are pushing them further away. When we carry any fear around losing their love, we push them away. The key thing to remember, as I mentioned, is that twin flame relationships are different from soulmate relationships. And that's what's so confusing. The first time we're on this journey, like, wait, all my old stuff isn't working the way I usually, <laughs> you know, was able to create a relationship. It's not working, right? Twin flame relationships can only exist with unconditional love. The challenge is, as I've mentioned, we may not even realize we have this push energy and therefore identifying it can be hard. And the reason it's hard, it's because it's usually an energy we've had our entire life and an energy that we've equated with love. So let's first look at what divine feminine energy is. Divine feminine energy is flow energy. It's a receiving energy. It's intuitive, present, trusting, truthful confident, creative, and it has clear boundaries around what love is and, and it doesn't allow any behaviors that are not love in its energy field. Divine feminine energy is aligned with source energy, right? And most importantly, pure love. As you know, love is present and trusting and powerful, right? Love is the most powerful force there is. Love doesn't need to push Love just is. Now, wounded feminine energy is separation energy. It's hurt energy. The wounded feminine needs external validation. There might be insecurities, impatience, frustration, the feeling of not being able to trust. And most of all, there's fear around being alone or not being loved or being hurt. When our wounded feminine energy doesn't get love, especially from our twin flame, 
it will go after them, right? Consciously or unconsciously to get the love that's missing deep within us. It's survival energy. And that's why the twin flame energy is so intense. It's the love we've been craving our entire life. The thing is, it's not the love from them we actually want. Because they're the same soul frequency as us. It's our own connection and love to our soul and source that we are desperately craving to reconnect with. Here's the thing. Our ego and our mind's job is to protect us. Right? Our ego was developed through our childhood and it learned clever ways to survive and get love. But our ego operates in separation. Our ego is the one that sees our twin flame as separate and feels that we need something from them. And to our twin flame, any of these behaviors that come from ego will push them away. It's only our ego that wants to be with them now. It's our ego that's pushing for union. It's our ego that is suffering. It's our ego that needs love. The ego needs to know it's lovable, that it's safe, it's accepted, and it wants to be in union. Our ego thinks it needs this from an outside source, especially if it didn't see self-love modeled by like our parents, right? The ego didn't learn how to get that self-love for itself. So our ego is just doing what it knows and its job is to keep us from suffering. And so when fear of loss shows up, our ego's job is to protect us and it'll protect us at any cost. But what our twin flame shows us is what we're really afraid of is loss of self. Our twin flame wakes us up to our real self, our I am presence. And when we, we can embody self-love and divine love and create safe boundaries around love and stand in our innate sovereignty, then our ego will feel safe to let go. But until then, it will hold on and push and try and sell your love to everyone around you. And it's tricky with our twin flame because their soul is the same resonance as ours. And so our egos feel like they should love us and show us this love. But what we're really being pulled to do is get out of our ego, get into unity consciousness and connect with our soul and divine source energy. And so whatever our twin flame's behavior is, it's just showing us where we need to love ourselves. This can sometimes be hard to find and or hard to look at, hard to see. Push energy is just needing any external validation, right? We are pushing when we need or want someone else to love us and approve of us. And even if it doesn't feel like we're pushing, we are because we're doing just what we've always known love to feel like. So it feels normal for us. And our twin flame makes us look at this, points a flashlight on it and makes us question, is this really love? Push energy is any behavior that consciously or unconsciously puts a condition on love. Now, I know, I personally know how hard this is. And I know how hard it is to do the healing work and not expect a response from them. Right? So, especially like if you were raised with parents who put conditions on love. If you weren't fully free to be yourself or fully express yourself or be express your emotions or it wasn't safe to speak up or if you had to adjust your behavior in any way to make your parents happy or if there were other siblings and your parents took sides right if any behavior that was a threat to your ego the ego strengthens its defense around this fear of loss abandonment or any triangulation right the ego figured out ways to work around this and not feel the hurt and to get the love in insidious ways what how it got it and how any way it could 
And these type of adjustments, like I said, whether they're conscious or not, are what push behavior feels like to our twin flame. But remember, anytime we adjust our behaviors for our twin flame, that's push behavior and that's also codependent behavior. Anytime we're in our pain body and we start to obsess about them, we're in push energy. Anytime we're in a loop in our thoughts and they're a part of this loop, we're in push energy. And this can be so tricky. And like I said, sometimes it's so hidden within us and it takes deep inner work and observation to find these patterns. But here's what I know. If your twin flame isn't in your life consistently and harmoniously, there's one of two things going on. One, there's push energy from you. And or two, they're not ready at this moment. And both of those situations are asking us to take our foot off the pedal, right? Take your foot off the pedal. Because love is flow. Love is trust. Love is not controlling. Love is kind. Love is respectful. Love is present. Love is right here, right now. Love is honest. So pull your energy inward. Focus on you. Stay present. Trust in the universe if you can, right? And see what's there if you can't. Be honest with yourself. Let go. Practice non-attachment. Grieve if you need to. When you actually find out where you might be pushing and stop that energy, the relief you feel will be so great. I promise you. It's the attachment and neediness and longing for love that's actually causing us suffering. On some level, we've been taught that's what love is, and that's actually what we're attached to. On some level, we feel that if we take these patterns away, this attachment away, then we won't get love. For many of us growing up, we watched our parents carefully. We knew their every behavior and facial expression. You can even say we stalked their every move and then adjusted our behavior accordingly either to make them happy or to get love or to, or to cause to not have conflict, right? Kids want so badly to please their parents because in return they get shown love and then, we, and then they also get to love their parents back. But so often these patterns that we were taught were unhealthy and conditional and codependent and controlling. And so many of us did it, learned these behaviors for basic survival right? And just to get affection and get love. On this crazy twin flame journey, we get to learn what love really is. Because our twin flame will not, I gently repeat, will not play these games with us. And I know this journey may seem super hard and challenging and frustrating and relentless at times. I also know on the other side, it is the biggest gift you could ever receive. Knowing and feeling what real love feels like is unlike anything you'll ever experience. And once you do, you'll be like, oh, I know this. I know this. I know this. It comes from source and the divine spark within you. It doesn't come from anything outside of you. And the great news is you already have this divine love within you. Push energy can actually teach us and show us, once we find it, how to create new habits around how we love. And when we take that push energy and transmute it back to its original source of unconditional love, and pour it back to ourselves, you will feel the shift physically. You'll feel energized, excited, present, embodied, and grounded. You'll also feel safe and peaceful and empowered. Because love, love is safe. And it is safe to love. And it is safe to be loved. It takes practice to feel it in this new way. And it takes presence. It takes a relentless observation of our thoughts. And as many spiritual teachers tell us, don't let a thought go by that you're not aware of, right? 
We stay vigilant. We stay conscious. And you do that and you'll stay out of suffering. And then life can unfold in magical and harmonious ways and ways better than you ever could have imagined, I promise you. Right? As twin flames, we walk in the lane of the divine. I mean, the whole world actually walks in the lane of the divine. But on this particular path, the twin flame path, the path that we've chosen, we've let the divine speak to us through our twin flame. And when we open up to that divine love through our twin flame and see it for what it is, then we get a walk in the lane of the divine. We don't need to push. We just need to know we're safe and that this incredible love is already there. Woo, gosh, on that note, I am sending you so much love. If you need extra help or support on your twin flame journey, guidance, please reach out for a one-on-one. I love doing this work. I never thought, I always say this, I never thought this is the work I would be doing. But it's become the path I've lived, breathed, walked, learned. And now I just feel so called to help and guide as much as I can. Sending you so much love. Namaste.